This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it's Friday. Um, a, a very quick tip for both of you. This is for Brittany and Rudy. Yeah. Um, there's one thing, only one thing you cannot talk about on this show, okay? There's just one thing. Anything else you can talk about, I got no problem with it, but there's one thing I've decided after, after a few months of being on the show, and I just decided this morning, uh, don't ever come on this show and criticize the, um, the workers in this building, okay? So you both agree to that? Yeah, but I did make fun of their sign today. So. Yeah, see, there you go, mm-hmm. right there. And here's the reason. Because I went down the hall just to make sure everything was cool and all the rest of it. Yeah. There's a maintenance guy down there who's about 6'6", weighs about 280, and he ain't fat. So if you criticize him, you get to fight him. I'm going to have to fist fight <laughs> somebody today. That guy's one of the biggest men. Have you ever seen this guy? I haven't seen him. Ooh. But every time I see someone in a position where they're massive, usually like all muscled out, big dudes that are in positions that are super like under the radar, I always think... You're in witness protection. Oh, could be. You did something yep. that landed you in, in Minnesota, and they're like, listen, we're going to put you as a maintenance guy at 1660. No one's going to know. No one will ever know you. Well, now they're <laughs> going to find him because you gave him the address. Oh, great. People know this one. They're yeah. going to be charging the building before the show's um, 1660 Nicollet Avenue. Yeah, Nicollet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 1660 Nicollet. Um, I like the people that work here are all very, very nice, uh, but I had to make fun of their they sign. Are. Because it said Popcorn Tuesday. And I was like, you can't just put two words together and try to make it a thing. Oh, it's a one word? Popcorn Tuesday? No, I'm just saying they like, they're like, it's popcorn. Don't remember, don't forget about Popcorn Tuesday. And it's like, those first off, they don't even flow. Like, yeah. What? Taco has already infiltrated the Tuesday. Yeah, Taco owns Tuesday. Do yeah. you really care about things like Popcorn Tuesday? Well, it's funny. I came upstairs and attacked the sign, and you said, don't come after anybody who works in this see, building. Because I, I knew it. I, just tip, I could see the look in your eye. That's it just it felt was. like a really big coincidence. I wasn't going to start with my popcorn material today. but Your popcorn material? I, I will tell you this, though. I don't know his name, but he's a very pleasant man. So that, that's a good start. That's all I'm saying. He's a very, very pleasant guy. Sure. We like seeing that whole deal. It is beautiful today. I can breathe out of both my nostrils. I mean, not completely. Not completely. But Catherine's sicker than a sunbitch, so, you know, it's, our dog is sick. I know Catherine's you guys sick. Are. I'm just kidding. It's been a great household, I'll tell you. It's, it's rough. Everyone around me is sick. All of a sudden, I, was, I won't say who, but I was uh, working at the KSTP building. And a person got a phone call, ran out of the room, and was like, I've been exposed to COVID, and ran out of the room. Oh, my God. I I was like, (laughs) and here I am. I'm like, listen, I have a one-year-old. I have all the diseases. I just get them like two weeks earlier than everybody. But um, That is true. So many people I know are sick. Everybody's sick. Oh, I know. Uh, And does anybody know why that? Let me ask you a question about this. I got such a dirty look from Gail Fan yesterday about this. I said, okay, now everybody's sick. Like what you just said that. I didn't say that. You did, right? Yeah. Rudy, would you agree that a lot of people are sick? Yeah. Okay. So I have a question for you. Because they like to chirp at you constantly on the national news. But I was thinking about this. When I was born, there were 150 million people living in America. Right? I think we talked about that before. Yeah. And there are now 338 million people living in America. Yeah. Now, most of those 150 million people that were alive when I was born are dead. So these are pretty much, I would say, about 300 million out of 338 million are new people, maybe even more than that. So do you think it's a good idea just to let, you know how disease spreads? 
Yeah, person to person. Children. Yes, exactly. Children. Pe people to people. And rats. And where does it come from? Whatever country you came from, you brought it here, right? Well, well there's different origins no, 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 of diseases. No, no, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. In yeah. this country, if you come here from Shitholia and you bring it with you, it's going to be in America from now on. Yeah, but there's some things that are just like like a respiratory infection. Well, no, I understand. Things. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Though. Okay. What I'm saying is this. So it's okay to just let everybody wander into the country without checking them, and we're all sick. Do you think that's a coincidence? It's been going on for three years now. I mean, I just, it doesn't, the correlation directly does not line up in my head. Well, there's a shock. The shocking. <laughs> uh, she opened the door, Rudy. Today I told Tom I have a good idea, and he started laughing so maniacally. <laughs> I was really? like, and then well, it was, was a good idea. Though. Thank you. I was going to say it was, it was actually a good idea. And so <clears throat> I have one a year. Look, and I'm not saying that it's horrible and blah, 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 but you can't just let people wander in and out of your country willy-nilly because this is the kind of crap that happens. Yeah. It's, the history will show you this is what happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, all those countries that, what the hell was that again with all the rats that gave everybody diseases? Talking about the plague, the Europe? Yeah, the European plague. Yeah. Well, that came off of ships. Rats on ships from other countries brought it to Europe. Or I suppose most people lived in Europe, but other parts of Europe would be a better way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's what happens. Everybody's sick for a reason right now. It came from somewhere. Yeah, I also think we are dealing with. Um, it's kind of like the go-go effect of her being in daycare. I think 2020 with uh, none of us, you know, or we're all quarantined, yeah, and yeah. masks, and all the things like that. Is we our immune systems are a little suppressed, and now we're getting a shot to the body. I could watch that Kevin guy on Channel 5 News. Bernard blames all Mexicans for disease. I can hear it on the news now. See, yeah, that's why I don't want, I know you're not doing a simplification. That's not it, what I'm saying at all. But you're talking all. about one of the origins, and I know that. I know well, you're talking no about no doubt about it. That's yeah. where disease comes from. Yeah, I mean. I mean, spread of disease, I should yeah. say. Yeah. So let's every everybody just shut the hell up and get out of the way. Uh, another question I have for you is, and they're all over, I don't know, I was watching the news a little bit. I, I, I slept nine and a half hours last night. Mitch I is, hate you right now. Don't well, say but, that to me. But yeah, I was sicker than some bitch again. I got really sick again last night. Are you taking meds for sleeping? Oh, Zyrtec, that hard-hitting Zyrtec. Oh, I just mean like that deep sleep. Go-Go. Oh, I know. Go-Go be waking up, man. I think she's got another double ear infection. We're going to take her in today. She woke up from 3 to 5. She stayed up from 3 to oh, 5. Oh, God. Yeah, so when you say that you got nine hours. I remember those days. Yeah, well, you're a little younger than me, so you can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you legally give, like, a baby THC to sleep? Probably not. <laughs> no. Why not? No. I Only mean, if you play Cheech and Chong in the background. Because I don't think it's, it's ever been regulated for children or okay. yeah that's a good question but I, mean, I but they have children's melatonin you can give like small yeah. little tiny yeah, doses yeah, that help do. them sleep so i don't think they yeah. have it for her age group for oh, one okay. but that's yeah. a good question i think it's a good question and i didn't mean to laugh at it because you're right those are our, like great questions and uh, honestly i think my big thing is we're going to get her appointment today and see talk about possibility i catherine brought this up uh getting tubes put in her ears oh yeah because oh, yeah. 
Andy was on so many, and I probably, yep. should, I don't know if I should say this because this is not my business. Andy doesn't care. Okay. He was on so many antibiotics. Look how I step in for him, which is a total bolt and line of bullshit. I'm just making <laughs> I, that up. He, I, I feel like he would tell this story. <laughs> Andy's very But honest. I don't want to just tell people's medical stuff, but he was on a lot. Of, Catherine said that they had him on, you guys had him on so many antibiotics. Now yeah. he's immune to a lot of them or has yeah. reactions to them. That's right. And so she's been on so many that I'm kind of worried about that. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I think we, we'll get sleep someday when she's like seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, it was maybe 17, 18, somewhere in Yeah, because I'm sure you slept so well when your kids were teenagers <laughs> out in the world. Well, that's true. Rudy, yeah. are you getting sleep? I am. That's why I asked about the THC. That's because that's what I've been taking. And yeah, it, I'm I, telling I you, it's the best. I, I, once, I, once I, I like melatonin. It was fine. But like the uh, synthetic stuff messed me up too much in the morning. Yeah. But man, THC. Yep. I mean, there's a little bit of grogginess in the morning, but I do. I feel so rested after about the first 20 minutes of the day. I. Yep. I don't have any problem going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like. Or putting us to sleep, for that matter. <laughs> Thank you very much. She, again, left the door <laughs> wide it, open. Was it my 20 minute Barbie story yesterday? <laughs> Might that have Doug been. Hated on. Dougie. Yeah, Dougie was wild about Dougie, that. Dougie was. He wants to sponsor <laughs> that segment. All right, Doug, out of pocket, sure. So uh, let me and, and let me just before, you know, like I said, people like news people and stuff, Bernard doesn't like people coming from, I didn't say from Mexico. I said from everywhere. You said shitholia. I did. I said shitholia. Which reminds me, I have to cancel my trip there next month. Yeah, so. you do. Yes. Well, you had the, Thank you. You had the uh, airline ticket and everything. <laughs> I, I did. All-inclusive resort. What is it, just SHT International? Is that the airport? <laughs> That's where you fly into. SHT International. What are, Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the SHT Regional Airport. I fly in privately to Shitholia. Thank of course. you very much. Of yeah. course. So that was the number one. It's like there's no question that that's not very healthy to be doing that. And I'm talking about everybody from around the world. You can't just let people wander in. Uh, and when you go on vacation, you have to prove that you're not sick, right? When you no. go from country to country? No. Oh, you used to have to. I you used to have to prove that you weren't sick when you got into countries many years ago. I don't think there's any proving. I think may you might, in some countries you might fill out now like a yeah. do you have a temp or any signs and symptoms of covid but right. i don't think prior to covid you ever had to say if you're sick you did when i was a kid really mm-hmm. maybe if you were like like going in and out of a place with like a visa or something well yeah, just because i was running guns for the italians i mean that. you know that's you, all it was. You, you went <laughs> legally you were like going through but you were just like also had illegal mm-hmm. cargo well, by the way every italian i know will call me after 10 o'clock this morning i can promise you that yeah. what the hell are you talking about over there uh second thing uh, and again these are not re- really comments ripping on anybody it's just a fact of the matter so i did see last night that they shut down the investigation into cocaine um, I still don't understand. They, there are cameras everywhere there. How could they not know who put that in there? And they said, oh, there's not a camera there. Yeah, there is. Okay, wait. I've been there. There is a camera in there. Wait, say this again. So which story is the it? The cocaine in the locker at the White, at the White House. House. Okay, yeah. They okay. shut down the investigation. Like, oh, we can't find out who did it. Took them 10 whole days to shut her down, right? My mind frame is exactly that. I can afford cameras in everywhere in my house if yeah, I wanted them. Right. I don't have any. But, like, if I wanted to, I could f- afford it. So the cam- the White House should have cameras everywhere. They do. Yeah. You ever been in the White House? No. You ever been there, Rudy? I've been on the outside. Same. On the outside? Yeah. I've been on the inside of the White House, and it's there are cameras everywhere. 
And I mean, particularly in those public areas where people put stuff in lockers. Did you go on like a tour or did you get... Yeah, we got a very That's special cool. tour. It was That's very, cool. very nice. Although Jesse Ventura got to stand on the back deck of the White House and drink beer with, or drink wine with Bill Clinton. Okay, I never cool. got to do that. I, like, I'll be honest, and I don't care if this is controversial. Out of all the presidents, he'd probably be the one I'd want to drink beer with that has been alive. Well, you might you better wear tight pants, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, I just, my That's vibe. Some bitch. Um, no, I'm just in so he can't get in. I know, right? That boy went after everybody. I, yeah, but I just mean like he'd be, a, he's the one, I don't know, Second, the second uh, Bill W. Bill W. might have been fun to just eat gummy bears with, mm -hmm. but uh, Bill Clinton would be kind of funny to drink a beer with. Yeah, I would imagine it'd be, get a little dangerous though. That's all I'm saying. Try to catch my crotch. I won't hey, let you want to go to Jeffrey Epstein's house, Brittany? Oh, yeah. Well, about that. Let's not forget that part. All right. Well, I never mind. Okay. So secondly, yeah. in that story is because some of the outlets are talking about, well, what if it were, you know, Ryzen or what if it were someone else? Because it could have been if they just, if somebody just brought in a white powder and put it in a locker, it could have been anything, right? Yeah. What kind of security do we have at the White House? Again, I, I don't have a dog in this fight because I don't like any of them. Yeah. I've told you that many yeah. times before. I mean, I'm just telling you flat out, I've never met him, but I can guarantee you that Hunter Biden ain't my kind of guy. Yeah. That I can promise you. And I'm not saying he's the one who brought it in. But doesn't it make you a little uneasy that you can bring white powder and leave it in the White House and nobody knows you did it? Yeah, you can't even bring That's... a nail file on a plane. So right. what the hell mm -hmm. is happening? I don't understand what the hell this is. Well, I, it's got to be somebody close to them is the culprit, and they just won't admit it. Yeah, because if it was like a page or an intern, yeah, that gone. person would have been thrown under the bus. Oh, it yeah. would have been a 12-second investigation. <laughs> yeah. They would have canned that guy, and his face would be all over the yeah. news. It's You're also right. It's true. somebody that they want to protect. Absolutely. Yeah. Now watch this. My three-beat to get to 715. Okay. What do you think of that action? I'm very impressed. I don't know. I just think about that stuff on the way in. Oh, by the way. You know what? I won't do it here because on the way in... You know that I keep forgetting the name of the exit when you're coming from the Cedar south. Cedar Lake, to the north. I, isn't it? I think it is Cedar Lake. Yeah. Road because I remember exit. seeing it today and thinking of you, going. But, he was trying to remember this yesterday. But I knew the guy whose name is on there. I've met him a few times. What's the guy? There's a man's name on there. Yeah, too. it's like four names on that because uh, it's yeah. so funny. If you use your GPS, it'll be like get off on. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think it's Cedar Lake exit. It is Cedar Lake, mm -hmm. definitely, but it's something else too, some street. But it d doesn't matter. Okay. So I'm I'm in the lane to get off at that exit. Yeah. And I'm looking to my left, and there's a silver Jeep going along at about, he's doing about 60, which is what he's supposed to be doing, 55 or 60, right? Mm -hmm. There's a guy in a white SUV, and I am not exaggerating, about a foot off his bump bumper doing 60 miles an hour. I mean, he was right on his ass. Why? I, the lanes were wide open. Say, when we come in, like this, I don't it's get it. clear. Uh, mm -hmm. We are like we sneak in right before traffic gets bad because yeah. I know because I've almost been late oh, here and it gets bad lot. like 20 minutes later. Oh, it's bad now. Um, it, a yeah. lot of traffic right now. Um, but yeah, why, why, why? I, I just I was looking over at him because you know I'm going the same speed they're going, but I'm on the exit and they're not. And I said, why would you do that to somebody? The other there are four lanes and you got to stay in that one and be a total prick about it. Yeah, that's so weird. What is happening in your brain that makes that happen? Do you think the Jeep cut him off at some point? He's pissed off, or I mean, you think of all the things that could have happened, but it just looked like he was being a prick. Yeah, that's that's insane. Especially, yeah, there's so much availability to go go to a right lane, go to a left lane. Yeah, 
I do you think it's intentional? Because sometimes I oh, think that, that people <laughs> people just close that gap mindlessly. No, I, I was gonna I was gonna say this a moment ago. I am definitely someone who mindlessly closes that gap on people, and then when they get pissed is when I realize, oh, oh I'm damn, so I'm sorry. so sorry. Yeah. I am driving f- because I I'm somebody who. I don't speed. I'm not one of those guys. I'm right. not, but so once I meet somebody who is doing my exact speed at like, yeah. I always do either about, if it depends on where I'm at, but I'm almost always at the speed limit. I remember yeah. my yeah. ex-boyfriend Judson. Yes, I've dated a Judson and a Justin, which made for confusing moments with my mom asking about my boyfriend. But anyways, Judson. How's he, Jefferson doing? <laughs> how's he? How's he? And I have a brother who's Jordan, so that doesn't help. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so oh, man. I remember I was we were driving to Duluth, and he was like, why do you keep doing that? And I it, thank God for him, because it was one of those things I mindlessly would always get. It was like, it's a human instinct to be like, get See, up to I that. I never do. Never. And I it was, it, this was what, 10 years ago? And she, he said that, and I ever since, I was like, oh, yeah, why would I? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes there is this weird, like, magnet to the bumper of, like, fill in the, oh, wait, no. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Maybe we can get a... A copper can call in. I'd ask Officer David to call in, but he's, I'm sure, still asleep, so you know. But no, I, I, I got to believe, and the reason I'm bringing up a police officer is I got to yeah. believe that if you do ride somebody's bumper and something happens, you're the one that's going to get hurt the worst. Oh, I don't know. Don't because, you think? Well, because if you're at a stop, I mean, I don't know, Well, not right? stop, I mean, total, but because they're both moving. Yeah, 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 but like... They always talk about how injured people get when a bigger vehicle hits a smaller one. And when well, you're yeah, in the front. that's a whole different. Yeah, thing. but if you were both the same size, I don't know if there would be because it's it'd still be you'd be in motion to no motion. They'd be slightly l- less motion to push more. I don't know who'd get more hurt. Like what would have the more ricochet? But the be- vehicle in front is the one that notices they have to slam on their brakes first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- I got to believe that second car would be going a lot faster, even if it's only five four feet away yeah that'd be really interesting like that would be a good um like study of which car would get more would get more damage or person would get more damage yeah that's why i'd like to have, have a cop call in and, and talk about it, or somebody who knows this kind of thing but yeah. yeah i just a lot of traffic this morning on the way in i know it's friday mm-hmm. and everybody maybe want to leave work early to get up north because sure. it is july yeah July 14th today, correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh, before we go to break, I just want to say thank you to Dr. Jeremy, who sent us a, uh, an email that said, children's brains are developing, so giving them a mind-altering substance like THC oh. hasn't been studied in them because no one will do it. The potential risk of doing a study that uh, like that greatly outweighs the benefits. So okay. that makes sense Excellent. as to why they haven't tested THC with children's sleep. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. I think that's great you brought that up, though, because a lot of people might have tried it. Sure. I mean, look at our parents. I mean, for teething, they gave us vodka. It did happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, 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 they did a little whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put a little yeah. whiskey on your gums just to kind of help it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of funny myths that you find out when you have a kid that people will, like, like older people who <coughs> mention those options. Mm-hmm. You go, I don't think you can do that anymore, Grandma, but thanks. <laughs> we do have to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do a little weather first, though. Partly sunny and warm, a bit more humid with a few showers, thunderstorms possible, but might not even happen. With a high of 86 today, Saturday, a high of 84. Sunday, breezy and pleasant, mostly sunny with a high of 79. Beautiful weekend coming up, it looks like. Maybe a shower passed through today. But uh, Saturday and Sunday look really, really nice. It's sunny and 65 now, but 86 later on. 
On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows' regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact level, each individual needs, to help you get the best sleep ever, which is phenomenal. Works for me. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale on MyPillows in history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. So if you've been following my progress with MinnesotaFatLoss.com, I've lost right at 27 pounds. And you can too with the MNFatLoss.com summer special, $200 off, now only through July 30th. I'm going into my maintenance phase. I can't recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort, but honestly, with mnfatloss.com comes secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods I love and still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. 
When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lend. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the Orb, also known as Bob Sansevere, Bob Sansevere Sports, brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work, Dave Bialki goes to work for you. Taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials, go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Bob and Tom, get it? In Indianapolis. Hey, I was going to say, big names. Oh, boy. I got to know, I never knew Bob, but I got to know Tom pretty well. He's a very nice guy. Was he? Most definitely. Very pleasant. We like pleasantries. Bob, how are you? I'm doing well, Tom. Mr. Bialki's going to be with us, too, from what I understand. He is on with us right now. Oh, he's on with us now. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, I have to put up with both of you at the same time. Is that what you're saying? It's your show. I think you, know, you, you kick us off or you talk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get off the damn show. Both so, Sandy, very quickly, yes, um, do you want to – you should probably talk today because – well, how long have you guys known each other? Well, Dave, what did we meet? Oh, well over 20, 25 years ago, my wife had a workers' comp injury. Oh, yeah. And that's how we met. And he uh, did a great job for her, and he continues doing a great job for people. How's that for a plug? Uh, it's excellent, Bob. Yeah, it was about 20 years ago. I was uh, uh, not too far into my uh, plaintiff practice. I'd done uh, defense work. I worked for insurance companies for about nine years, and I was about a year and a half into my plaintiff practice when I got the call from, you know, Mary calls me one day, and I'm, Talking Mary Sansevier, I said, Bob Sansevier's wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we started talking. We met, met you, and known you ever since. Bob. It, no, he uh, he did a great. You know, the thing about now, I, you probably put his hearing off. Don't let him hear this because it's, uh, but he lives life to the fullest. Dave is a guy, because I talked to him, he does, um, he's on the show every week on the BS show of mm-hmm. mine. And so, Dave, what'd you do this weekend? Well, I flew off to, Europe or Colombia, because he does it like spur of the moment, but also like a week or so ago, he did the uh, some iron butt challenge on his motorcycle and drove a thousand miles in 24 hours. Jesus. But that's, I mean, Dave does not dawdle. I mean, he he gets the most out of every day. Except hanging out with you. <laughs> you, you, you just try to do what you can as you get older to, you know, to, to keep from getting uh, too old, but yeah, there were five of us. This is the second time we did it. We did a, it's called an Iron Butt Association Saddle Sore <laughs> Ride. Okay. And we, you have to do it in 24 hours. So we, we did an in-state. The last time we did it was in-state in Wisconsin. This time we did it in, in-state in North Dakota. So we rode up to uh, Fargo on a Saturday. We got up just after two in the morning on Sunday kind of did uh, Tom's hours here, got up in the middle of the night. Sure. And we uh, we were on our bikes uh, gassing up at 3 in the morning. And then we were on the road. for So we, we had this whole route planned the whole day. And unfortunately, we were only uh, an hour and a half into it, and there's a huge thunderstorm in front of us. <laughs> we had to stop for almost two hours, Ooh. which is a big deal when you still have 900 miles to ride that day. But uh, that was the only storm that seemed to be uh, a problem, so we... We just waited it out, took off, and rode the entire day and arrived back at about uh, 11.35, 11.35 at night back in our hotel at Fargo. So. One of my favorite motorcycle stories right now, and I 
I can't remember. It's, I think it's Progressive Insurance, where this guy's parents show up on motorcycles, and his parents are, you know, obviously maybe in their maybe even in their sixties or whatever. But at some point in the commercial, the wife turns to the husband and goes, "We should go." And he looks at it and goes, yeah, let's boogie woogie. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Dave said to yeah. his friend. Do you say boogie woogie, Dave? Do you say that? It's so, something like that. We're all, uh, you know, we're all in our 50s, one of them in our 60s. So, um, uh, yeah, we're, we're not your, your guys in little crotch rockets flying around. We're, we're, we, we've got a few miles behind us. No, I can understand. Rudy, you 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 own a motorcycle? I used to. I had oh, a couple of them. Okay. Yeah, my okay. last one, I had a Harley Street Bob that uh, it was great for just like bopping around town and going to do mics and and hanging out with the fellas. But uh, after my daughter turned about two, I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time I sell this thing until she gets a little bit older. She needs dad around because. I was not making good decisions on my motorcycle oh, at that time. Well, yeah, I went out went out one night uh, with a band, and then ended up back at the house, waking up in bed with my backpack still on, <laughs> and my daughter looking at me, and I was like, "Maybe it's time we make some big changes." And right after that, I sold it, and I sure. haven't I haven't ridden or driven uh, drunk since then. So, well, yeah. that's good. Yeah, so I had to make hey. some big changes that day. So. But I love it. I love motorcycles so much, and I, I I'm gonna wait until after my daughter graduates, then definitely buy another one. There you go. I I felt the same way with my Honda scooter when I had it around the lake, which actually was a great thing to have around. Oh, imagining you, you on a Boone's a farm in your hand. I love that. It went almost sixty. Ooh. Well, it was flying. Now we're talking. You know. Uh, oh, go ahead, Bob. Well, I was going to say the other thing about Dave, which, Tom, I don't know anyone else who has done this. He has been, and it's one thing because there's a lot of guys and women that want to go to every ballpark in America. Dave went to every ballpark in America, but only if the Twins were playing there. Love it. You know how tough that is with, you know, with the National League? It took Dave, what was it, 15 years to get them all in? Exactly. It started in 2008. I was uh, single at the time, and I was sitting in my my place in downtown Minneapolis, and I'm, uh, I just settled a case that I was sure was going to hearing, and I'm like, oh, God, I, I'd really like to go to a Twins game tonight, but now they're, they're in Baltimore this, uh, the next few days. And I'm like, what the hell? I just booked a ticket, flew to uh, Washington, D.C., drove up to Baltimore, saw them in the, at Camden Yards, and at that time, that was, you know, Camden Yards was the first of the retro stadiums. Right. Now they're, they're everywhere. Yep. And I had a blast. You just sit there and you're watching the Twins in another park, and I'm saying, I can do this again. And I started doing it again and again and again, and I got this bucket list, and I just completed it. I was seeing them in every single ballpark. I completed it uh, two weeks ago. And then the the Twins invited me to throw out the first pitch, so I did that on July 4th. Yeah, that was fun. On the 4th of July, you got to throw out the first pitch. Yeah. That's very Mm -hmm. cool. That's magnificent, as a matter of fact. So, you know, one thing, I, I, you know, Dave, I've never thanked you in the five minutes you've been on for keeping Bob from doing his lame report. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Bob doesn't you even know, respond, you big baby. You want to know what else he kept me from doing? What? <laughs> Asking Brittany, who's Bill W.? What president was that? Oh, well, I meant to say George W. If I, said I know, Bill she w. said Bill That's W. Well, it's because she's a booze hound. That's why she That's said Bill why. W. <laughs> We all knew that, Bob, but, but Bob, I'm glad you brought that up. It's like Bill W., who the hell? Bill Clinton, George W., combined. Yep. The other thing, Tom, I, I disagree with uh, Brittany and Rudy. Those climb-up-your-ass drivers, 
They are assholes. They I had are. one yesterday because you're in the fast lane, and they think I was going above the limit, but that wasn't fast enough for them. Right. So Wait. this guy just then he decided to speed around me, cut in front of me, and then he he did the same thing to the guy in front of him. Uh, so these some of these people they just think if you're not going. 40 miles over the limit, you're going too slow for them. Were you on your scooter at the time? Were they just trying to get a better look at how that dynamic works? Uh, uh, no, not that time. I, that, okay. no, I was in a car. Just wondering. That's truck. nice. That's yeah. really nice. Wise ass. I, I got to throw in a story about a, a guy I climbed up on my ass when I, I was, uh, my wife and I were on motorcycle. We had went out to Key West. We rented a motorcycle in Miami, rode to Key West. We're coming back. And we're just about ready to get onto the mainland, and this yellow Lamborghini comes right up on my ass. I mean, like right there. And he, you could—I mean, it was—you're on a bike, so I'm like nervous. I'm waiting for him to—he to, just slammed on his brakes. I swear he missed me by less than a foot and a half. It was very uh, uh, concerning, scary. But then he finally, just as soon as he got an opportunity to pass, just tore off and tore past me. So okay, well that's all done. Well then, <laughs> this was back in 2000. 14 uh, in January, if you look at the date, yeah, two days later, uh, it came worldwide news that Justin Bieber in a yellow Lamborghini was arrested for, remember that drunk driving thing? Oh. So we're there in Miami. I'm like, I'm obviously I'm not 100% sure, but pretty damn sure I almost got crashed into by Justin Bieber. Nice. <laughs> what was he, about 11 at the time? or? Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, he came literally, he... He, uh, he missed me by, like I said, less than a foot or two. I mean, they could, it could have crashed into the back of us. I mean, it was really it's the closest I've ever been to a been hit, and it was by most likely by Justin Bieber. That's wild. <laughs> Doesn't surprise well, you. Got the insurance. Yeah, I, 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 I told my wife. I said, you know, I would have, you know, as long as they don't, you know, mash my head in, I would have taken a few broken bones to have been the victim of Justin Bieber. You know, there, there's some deep pockets. There. Oh, and then to Ooh. find out you're a lawyer as they hit you, that must have been, <laughs> it would have been the tightest his little butthole would have ever gotten in the, his life. Oh, my God. You know, one thing I do have to mention for Bob and for Dave and for me, because it's a trifecta, three guys who are married to women far too good for them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, I don't hear any agreement here. Oh, they'll go silent. You didn't mention my husband. <laughs> well, that's a different kettle of fish right now, there. Let's be honest. They're pretty damn lucky women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. We're always saying, yeah, oh, you outkicked your coverage, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they outkicked their coverage. Yeah, huh? good point, Bob. <laughs> Thanks, I, I tell her every night when I come home, you're so lucky to have me in the next morning. <laughs> same thing. And it goes over really well. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm sure. Dave, I do have to ask you, because I've met your lovely wife many, many times. But every time that I walk up and shake hands with her or say hello to her, at first she gets this look on her face like, what's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. We touched last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the hell away from me, Tom. What are you doing? Uh, Go away. I was looking, uh, Dave, I was looking at your website, and it says experienced aggressive representation. And I have to say, I think this is the only profession where I feel like aggressive is a good term. Yeah. Good argument. <laughs> I was thinking. Yep, yeah. You don't want the attorney kind of sitting back and waiting for things to happen. You know, no. yeah. I love that. I was thinking, I'm like, wait, you wouldn't want an aggressive proctologist. You wouldn't want an aggressive. Most professionals, that word wouldn't work with. But with you, I was like, yeah, that sounds good. 
So at this point, Dave, if because Bob has to do his sports report, if I don't like it, can I just hire you to sue him for me? <laughs> Please. Well, well if emotional pain. distress is 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 not uh, compensable unless it's uh, PTSD. So if there could be a you know really bad event here, possibly. Can I go? I'm flipping, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got a boogie woogie. We got a boogie woogie. <laughs> I love that commercial. Boogie, let's boogie woogie. I'm like, really? I. I do think you could do PTSD because we've known Bob long enough. That's that true. Definitely suffered in that department. That is true. Well, Dave, it's good to hear that you're such, and I already knew this, but for the people to hear that you're such a big Twins fan, same go with the other teams in town as well, some of them. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I've, I've got tickets to the Twins, but I also have tickets, uh, season tickets to the Vikings. And so I'm big on the Vikings. Well, yeah. you know, yep. somewhat on the wild. I'm not a basketball fan, so I just. Uh, I'm on Bob's show a lot, and he always wants to talk basketball. Then he goes, you're really not a fan. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to know the people you're talking about. Just let's, let's stick with the other sports. Yeah, I used to be a big fan of the Boston Celtics back in the Kevin McHale days, and then I met him. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> he and I just don't get along. We never have. Well, maybe if you didn't call him Tits McGee. <laughs> <laughs> I love when the truth comes out. Oh, my God, Dave, this is classic It just Tom. means he's got a big chest. What's wrong with I mean, that? You've never called most people that, and I've seen bigger chests. So good. Pick out a guy who's six foot 11, Tom. That's really smart. I'm sure he's a, a nice enough guy. He just... I love you know, that. I just don't see eye to eye. We don't see eye to eye. Bob comes out. It's because you called him Tits McGee. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, He's got a big chest. I, that's might be the reason. It's a compliment for Christ's is sake. It what does though? he want? It is. Absolutely uh, it is. Yeah. I thought he was a magnificent player with the Celtics, I'll tell you that. Kevin McHale was phenomenal when he was with the Celtics. You can't take it away from him, right? No. No. And he, he told some great stories, but one of the best ones that I remember is they would go to you know a play, to close out a playoff series, and it's a possibility they'd be in that town for two games. None of them packed a bag. Right. They just knew they were going to close it out in that one game <laughs> and come right back home. So they, and they did. Isn't that wonderful? So Sandy, we're back at it with the and Dave, of course, jump in because you uh, you're the ticket holder and all the rest of it, but. Um, as you guys know, I am a huge Twins fan, and they're breaking my damn heart. They're now in second mm-hmm. place. Uh, I, I just, they, I'm not even going to ask you questions. I just want, if you two could talk a little bit about where the Twins are headed, what the hell's going on, what's wrong, uh, I'd love to hear it. Well, they're headed to Oakland, so if they don't come out of there right. with the winning record because they're one under 500, yes. they have got, I mean, they should sweep Oakland. They got to get the starting pitching, best second best uh, ERA in baseball. The starting pitching is not the issue; it's the hitting and the the middle relief. But these guys that they counted on to hit, they're just not. Buxton has been miserable. A couple of little streaks in there, but Dave, you're I mean, as a fan, it's got to be like Tom said; it's got to be frustrating. It's it's almost uh, beyond frustrating to excruciating just to see. Uh, such good pitching for so many years. It was always, geez, the twins are just ripping it up. God, I wish they'd get some starting pitching. Now we've got starting pitching (laughs) and they can't hit the ball. It's, um, (laughs) it's ridiculous. We got Korea who I just seems, uh, I, he seems like the best guy to have around. Uh, he's very likable and a professional hitter and he's hitting like 219. Uh, then you got Buxton, who is the streakiest hitter I've ever seen in my life. He, when he's on, he, he hits everything. When he's off, he looks like Sano, um, 
you know, striking out on a, on a slider in the dirt. Mm-hmm. He just can't hit anything. And it, it, he just goes back, and as soon as he gets streaky, well, anyway, we're all excited about Buxton again. And then he lasts, uh, you know, maybe two to four games, and then he's cold again for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, they either hit or they pitch. Well, they're pitching. Their starting pitching's good. A couple yeah. of their middle people are okay. Closer's good. But some of those middle people are not very good either. No, they're not good, but their their pitching is overall uh I, I would say almost to the point of being elite pitching overall. We've yeah, got excellent yeah. pitching. We just have no run support. And I don't. it doesn't look like there's anyone waiting in the wings to, yeah. that they could bring up. Uh, um, they got that Walner guy who seems to you know, be, be playing really well down in, in AAA. But, you know, I'm, I'm just not he's, – he's, he hasn't had experience at the major league level to, to be confident he's going to be able to come in and start uh, you know, producing. So I'm really – not very optimistic about the rest of the season. I understand, David. It's just, Bob, what's your angle? Well, you know what? What Rocco should do, maybe he should say, we're shelving the DH and we're going to let our pitchers hit. Yeah. Because they can't, <laughs> they got to hit better than 208. Yeah, that's true. Which I is like what it. Buxton's doing. And yeah. then leave him in for nine and see where it goes. Yeah. Now they have, I mean, they got to get these guys hitting. And the other thing, Royce Lewis is terrific when he's healthy, but I hope this is not a pattern that will continue through his career. He'll give you some game, and when he plays, he plays very well. Yeah, but then he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's going to be a problem too if you can't keep him healthy. It does I just know, break I just my think heart. it's a good thing the football season's coming up. Ah, uh, but the, I love <laughs> the Twins. I love going to the yeah. games. It's the it's July. We're in the middle of summer. You got to have a winning baseball. And as Dave just pointed out, they're one game back. Or Bob, I think you pointed it out. They're one game back or under five hundred. I half should game, say. half game back, and they're one game under five hundred. They can get back there, but I just long term. I just there's too many weak hitters on that team that just Kepler can't hit. You, you got uh, you know. I don't, Bob, I have a big problem in that he sucks most of the time, except for when he hits home runs. But I have a hard time criticizing a guy with the name of Joey Gallo. You know what I mean? Oh, the wine, you know. No, it's, it's not, not like... the wine. It's the family in New York that I'm worried no. about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the wine at all. Well, I mean, honestly, why they, he, the last few years, he's never had, he can hit for power, but he's never had a good batting average. He's no. just. And he was horrible with the Yankees. We thought at the beginning of the season, well, get him out of New York and everything will be fine. Right. It's not. Doesn't and matter he where he started plays. Out he may be done. Really good. Yeah, he started out really good, and we're all jazzed up about him. But then it didn't take him long to cool down. When he cooled down, I mean, he he can't. It just I, I remember watching one game uh, three weeks ago. Maybe he struck out four times in a row. <laughs> and, oh, what, yeah. what do you think? You know, things do. They become contagious. Do you think maybe they're all watching Buxton suck? Hey, Buxton sucks. I can suck. He's yeah. not, like, lifting them up. There's nobody in that team lifting anybody else up and no. setting an example for them. Uh, Bob, I just, got a, I, I just got a text message from a listener. I happen to know this listener. said, finally, the Bob Sansevier Sports Report on Friday is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I was Sandy. like, why am I enjoying this so much? <laughs> Poor Sandy. I didn't cry Man, or fall asleep once. <laughs> oh, 
Holy cripes. I love this so much. Dave, you got to come back and do this more often. See, uh, yeah, fun. No, plus you're knowledgeable about sports. You can put up with Bob so I don't have to carry the whole load, you know. <laughs> so, Sandy, what do you want to say in closing? Uh, well, I just that the uh, the Twins the Twins better come out of Oakland, Tom, honestly, with a uh, a winning yes. record. Yes, if not, have then it's time to just stop following them for the rest of the year. I understand. Fellas, you were really, really good together. God, I hate saying that to, to right to people's faces. I but know. It was really a hell of a good report, and I appreciate both of you. Maybe you got to talk more about the coming back, Dave. I'm telling you. Okay, well, sounds, uh, uh, sounds fun. I had a good time this morning. Uh, well, you know, a few things to talk about other than, than baseball, because you know, hopefully the next time I'm here I can talk more about the Twins and something more positive. That would be great. Sandy, what do you got uh, for the rest of the weekend? Uh, my son t- sent me a text about these. he has a rugby tournament this weekend, oh. so I m- may go watch that. Oh, fine. That would be good. All right, so. say hello to your lovely family for me, Bob, if you would. And as I, I said, I will. Dave, Yours too. Try to convince your wife, Dave, that I'm not a psychopath, okay? <laughs> I-, I will do my best. I'll talk to you <laughs> Tough road to home. Tough road to home, baby. That's all. Thank you, fellas. Great report. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Dave Bielke, Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work, Dave Bielke goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp, injury claims, and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you, and I would tell you that I've known Dave Bielke for years and years. He's a hell of a nice guy, so he's going to do a, a great job for you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All you're saying. Now, another guy I've known for years is kind of lame. Uh, welcome, Doug Sprinthal, live, and the new GM from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang. Online at FlagshipFord.com. Dougie, what is happening with you, Pally? I'm not a big fan of this whole having the advertisers on live, i got to tell you. Oh, so yeah, okay. Boring. It never worked for you, I know that. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but I had him on Car Selling Secrets. I yes. think it was probably about a year and a half ago. Yep. And yep. we started talking about marriages, and he goes, um, and back surgery. The guy that did mine was uh, from Chile, I believe. And he goes, yeah, my wife's from Chile. And I said, oh, mail order bride? And he goes, actually, yeah, kind of. Have you ever met his wife? Well, well, he was well, you on met a dating wife. site, and that's how he met his wife. And that's I wonderful. met her a couple times. She was at the soccer game. She seems like yep. a... A lovely person, and that's uh, he's a he's a, such an easygoing guy. He I, is. I, I've met him quite a few times and learned about him on on the podcast. So it was cool, and it's in and he knows a lot about baseball. I tell you that just that story of going to every ballpark that the uh, uh, to watch the Twins play. That right. how cool is that? I know how great would that. I've been to a few of them, but not all of them. Not anywhere near all of them. No, there's got to be what. Fifty. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of lot of lot of ball ball uh, fields. There's no question about it. a lot of baseball. I, you know, living in New York was great going to Yankee, but because I, I went to the old Yankee Stadium, uh, when I lived there, they since tore it down and built a new one. But again, found myself standing in front of Babe Ruth's locker, and I'm like, Jesus, that's crazy. This is Babe Ruth's actual locker. That is nuts. You know, as a lifelong Red Sox fan, I would never go into Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> of course you wouldn't. But I, I would stand in front of his locker at Fenway. A lot of people don't know that. but Yeah, started there. started out as a pitcher uh, in the teens, and, yep. and the Red Sox was a big scandal because they traded him. The Yankees paid the Red Sox $100,000, which was just 
I mean, that was yep. just gobs of money in, what, 1918 or something? Oh, God, it was huge dope. Because I remember back in the 60s when the tw- twins started talking about their their uh, payroll. I don't think there was a guy in that team making 100 grand a year. Oh, no, back in, you know, in the Not 40s then. and 50s, a lot of the guys had to play two sports to kind of, you know, make a living. So it wasn't unusual to what? play baseball and then oh, yeah. uh, basketball in the winter. And How crazy is that? Well, I've talked about it before yeah. that Bob Allison used to sell cars in the winter because he needed money because he didn't make enough money playing baseball in the summer. That's so wild. That's right. And, <laughs> and his, son, his son, Kyle, is the general manager at uh, Hopkins Honda. He's worked for the Luthers for a long time. And he's a great guy, really. Phenomenal. He's a friend of mine, so. That is great. So he didn't get his he didn't get his father's baseball skills, but he uh, he's a GM of a very successful Honda store, so it's kind of cool. That is magnificent. Well, you're kind of cool too, though, Dougie. Yeah. I got to tell you, I'm I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm commuting from the boat to work, and I pulled over to do the ad, and I'm in the rural Wisconsin. It's sunny out. There's a cornfield across the street. I I love this. This is cool. Indeed, it is. I will tell you another thing. If one more person comes up and goes, oh, my God, where'd you get that car? I love that car. I tell them, I get it from flagship Ford and Baldwin, a guy named Doug Sprinthal. I go, oh, that a-hole, forget it. Yeah, just... yeah forget us. I'd rather I'll walk. walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go get a Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of cars, that's a cool segue. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. I, I was a, I'm a big fan of your car as well, and I bought a couple of used ones uh, right before I left for Sarah's Fourth uh, of July break. And we sold them in like two days. One of them was to a podcast listener who was yep. ranting and raving about loves the car. So I bought a couple more. And, you know, dealers buy cars from a variety of sources. There's online auctions. Ford sure. Motor Company sells cars to dealers. And so I picked up a couple. I'm actually sitting in a uh, 21 with 9,000 miles on it. We just just got it through safety yesterday. And it's on the lot for thirty six grand, which is about ten less than a brand new one. Yeah. I've also got a oh a twenty two with nine hundred miles on it that will hit the lot later today. Um, I got a couple other used cars too that I could use some help on because we are in the country. We sell a, a crap load of pickup trucks, but we get all kinds of trades. We took in a really nice Acura TLX. It's a super rare and hard to find car. And a Camry SE, and those both hit the lot yesterday. You can find them on flagshipford.com. So I don't want to bore people to death and talk cars the whole time, but those are, I love used cars. They're just trying to find the really cool, nice ones and price them aggressively and, and move them quickly. That's, it's fun to do. So if you've never driven one of these Mach E's, come on out. As a reminder, uh, we are a country dealer. So on Saturday, we're only open from nine to two, which is great for me in the summertime because by four o'clock, I'll be boating. Um, but five hours is plenty of time to come out and drive if you want to. So if you want to find out what this electric mayhem stuff is all about, come on out and ask for me, and we'll go for it. I like it a lot. So, Dougie, when are you coming in to do the show? That's what I want to know. Um, let me let me figure that out. Okay. Uh, I, what I'm thinking of doing is the first Thursday of the month, sort of, so we can have some sort of a schedule. And if that works for you, then let's plan on that. No, I mean, you're going to come in like maybe – 15, 20 minutes, half hour early, she can be on this show too, right? I could do the whole show. You could just give Rudy and Britt the day off, and we'll talk, We'll oh. bore everybody to death. That sounds perfect. <laughs> oh, she wants the yeah. day off. Thank you. Shocking. Brittany doesn't like, want to work. Like, News yeah. alert. News like alert. Good, like my good... 
friend Alan Crutch used to say, I'm always looking for the high-reward, low-effort occupation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I miss him. Where the hell is he? He, didn't, he hadn't called me in a long time. Well, he's in Bozeman, and I'll, you know, he comes to town sometime. I, I, I keep trying to get him on days that we're doing car selling secrets, but it hasn't worked out yet. But I'll put a bug in his ear because he's a, he's a wonderful guy and just a, he's a wonderful storyteller. Oh, my God, the guy is so yes, incredibly is. funny. And he, he stood up for me back in the day and basically threatened everybody at the queue and said, you either do this or we're gone. I love that. If it's it a was friend. phenomenal. I love a friend that'll threaten everyone for me. So here's what we're going to well, do, Dougie. The, weird, the weird thing about that is Alan is a very uh, easygoing guy. He I, is. Yep. I've known him for 15 years. I've seen him mad once, and it was when he was bitching at the VP Accumulus. <laughs> Those was- are... Those are the people you have to be scared of, right? Is the people that rarely right. get mad, and when yeah. they do, it's like Earth is shaking. They have Fifteen years of pent up energy, and he's going to dump it all on Mitt Romney. Fifteen years of Minnesota nice, and then rage. That guy did look like Mitt Romney, by the way. He looked just like Mitt Romney. That's funny. When he was a bigger prick. I forgot to tell that part. All right, Dougie. So we'll talk to you uh, next week then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, I think I'm on next Wednesday. So enjoy this fabulous Midwestern summer weekend. All right, Dougie, we'll talk to you over the weekend. Why do they have to put this in here? Longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show. I have to admit he's a longtime friend of mine. Yeah, that's that's embarrassing for everybody. Longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Online, head to flagshipford.com. We'll be right back right after this. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packaging.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Love that first hour. Well, it's not quite over yet, but, it, you know, I do love that stuff. But you got to cap the first hour and then begin the second hour with Kristen Burt. There's no question about that. Good morning. What's happening, sister? What's happening? L.A.'s falling apart. <laughs> Honest to God, Kristen, I got about 7 billion emails last night about, oh, we've, we're on strike. I want to make sure you're not going to. I haven't done voiceover in about five, ten years. What the hell? Leave me alone. You can actually do voiceover commercials. Oh, you can? Okay. Yes. You cannot do voice acting for, say, oh, that's animated true, yeah. film. Yeah. So I can and come on and go, you should go to this place instead of going, this is... No, never mind. <laughs> what were you going to do? <laughs> I know. It wouldn't have worked out. I just decided okay. in midstream, that's eh, it's not going to go. It's not going to work. <laughs> no, it's not going to work. So just back off, Tom. Just back the hell off. That's all I'm saying. Um, so it did begin Can't last, cause I, one what was that? I don't know. All of a sudden you started testing one, two. What the hell? I know. That's so strange. So apparently other people are on strike in LA too. I know. Clearly <laughs> they're like, forget that. The digital, pe- <laughs> digital people are all on strike. So how's that going to go? You think this is going to last for quite some time, don't you? I do. Oh, I do. God. And you know, originally I thought, okay, well maybe the actor strike will last just a few weeks cause we need the actors to get back to work. But I think what's going to happen here, and I didn't realize this aspect to it, now that SAG has walked away from the negotiation table, it is now the writer's turn. They they alternate turns at the negotiation mm-hmm. table. And as of right now, um, the studios have not said that they are open to talking with the writers again. Oh, God. So this is one of these situations. It is everyone just like a stalemate right now. And I got to tell you, this completely shuts down any type of TV film production, not just in the United States, but also globally. So if you had a SAG after contract and you were filming in Budapest right now, you are shut down. You think it'd be okay if I flew out there and negotiated with them and say, okay, when we do bring you back, the movies can't suck as badly as they do now. Can I, can I negotiate that in? <laughs> I think you can, right? These are terrible now. <laughs> that I, would work. Yeah, I've seen I a mean, couple of good ones. Yeah, I mean, how do, how do you? And, and this is what I think is going to happen. It is going to bring about a big pivot in the entertainment industry, not just economically, but also, I think, story-wise. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of great stories are going to come out of this because you've got a lot of writers right now that are been marching on a picket line for 11 weeks, almost 12 weeks in oh, total. Oh, God. They've got a lot of ideas brewing. They're not allowed to write at all right now. I'm sure they're probably just at least sketching out a, you know, in their notebook, like, remember that idea about the guy and his dog or whatever. Yeah. Um, because 
you have all of this time to think. You're not under pressure to write a script right now. Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, that's exactly right. It just, it's really, do you think maybe there's a possibility that, that the movies and TV shows will get better when they come back? Because it's, it's going to be a different world, obviously. They're just not very good. I, although I did, I did a little work because we were talking about, um, you know, the stuff that I watch and I don't like most of it and all the rest of it. But I, I discovered something and I never, I kind of discovered it on the show yesterday talking to you. And then I went and spent some more time on it last night. If I like a show, and I never knew this before, if I like a show, it has to have a tough, strong woman in it or I don't like it. Yeah, we discussed That's that weird. yesterday. So I'm, I'm going to come up with a list. Maybe this is what I, my homework for Monday. Come up with a list of tough, strong women at, in TV shows. And what that is, way I can give you a list to watch. What is the name of the woman? Uh, God, I just watched it last night, too. She's got uh, curly, long, blonde hair. She's got kind of a scratchy voice like this. She plays... Natasha uh, Leone in Poker Face. Poker Face. I love Natasha Leone. Yes. I love her. Such a great actress. Shockingly, that show did not get an... Emmy nomination for oh, Best didn't? Comedy. I don't know why. I mean, oh, it was one of those, you know how they always go, surprises and snubs. It was definitely on the snub list, along with Harrison Ford, who did not get nominated. Really? Shrinking, Shrinking didn't get nominated either in, in for Best Comedy. He's terrific in that show. So good, right? And it's weird, you know, you know what I think is strange is sometimes external circumstances affect your nomination. And I, yeah. I do wonder if yeah. having Indiana Jones not do so hot oh. weirdly affected people because the ballots were still out. Yep. Yeah. There's there's weird things that affect, you know, it, it's why Eddie Murphy did not win the Oscar that was his for Dreamgirls. He had had Norbit come out during the voting period and people oh. were like, this is such a stupid Eddie Murphy. Yeah, kind of changes the that image of the was... person. And do you think the, because Poker Face was, came out on Peacock, right? That was where it was at. Do you Correct. think that had something to play in it? Because I feel like Peacock isn't looked at as like, you know, it hasn't Maybe. had that many hits yet. It's not prestigious. Th this has been one of the most prestigious titles to come out of Peacock. So you know, it, it could be something, but I would say that because I'm a TV Academy member, member, I do vote for the Emmys. Mm -hmm. We get access to everything. So even if you don't have a subscription to say Peacock, they give you access for up to six months for oh. you to watch. So then you can nominate and then you can vote once the final nominations are in. But how many so, people are like you that are doing the work? You know what I mean? Like how many, like if I saw the name Peacock, I, you just don't take it all that seriously. Well, it's like, NBC though. Yeah, I know, but like, there's not that many things on it, so it's not one of those really? automatic. I mean, I, I don't think there's a lot of original content on it yet. I don't know. Well, but NBC's had content for 60, 70 years. Well, no, I'm saying like a Peacock original. They've just, I think, what, two years ago maybe started putting out their their, their own stuff. This and has been their first strong year, I would say. They had also okay. had Mrs. All Davis, right. which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bupkis, I know, which, you know, obviously isn't, you know, I know Tom's favorite. However, oh. it is coming back for a season two. It found an audience. Also, uh, Peacock did really well in the Vanderpump Rules because they did all of the extended episodes yeah. for that show. So they've done some things to generate an audience. And this is part of their strategy because in 2024, they will be dumping so much of the live content for the Olympics. For anyone who's an Olympics fan, I am. So yeah. this is something that I keep my eye right. out on. Because I'll be the person that wakes up at 3 a.m. to watch gymnastics. I don't care. Really? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys, I listen, I will watch the opening ceremony 
with like a little red, white, and blue flag on my cheek. Oh. I have done it before. I will do it again. I'm going to come. Also, I'm going to come to the Olympic trials. The gymnastics trials are in Minnesota. Really? In Minneapolis. Oh, wow. I'm going to go to the uh, uh, the swimming trials. Uh because we do like a family reunion. The Katie Ledecky connection. Yes, yes. So, yeah, well, I'm but, going to Lunds and Byerly's today. What do you think of that? That's also cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but that's, I mean, I'm like an Uber fan when it comes to gymnastics. You say like Simone Biles, Suni Lee, Gabby Douglas is back. I'm totally in. I'll be there with my like little ribbons in my hair and cheering them on. But, I, you know, it was kind of nice to discover that last night because I watched the episode with Ron Perlman in it. Have you seen that episode? Mm-hmm. Where they assume that she killed Ron Perlman. It's a that was a hell of a good. First of all, I love Ron Perlman anyway. I was just going to say, such a great actor. He really is good. There's no question. But uh, that was a great. But it, it just struck me as like, wait a minute. I just watched three shows in a row, and all three of them remind me of my mother. <laughs> so mm. That's what it is. I think is my mother was a. And this was a high compliment back in the day. Guy would go by, man, Tommy, your mother's a tough broad, man. <laughs> Did you see Unprisoned yet? That's on Hulu. That's no. with Kerry Washington. You might like that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's yeah a I really enjoyed that one. It came out earlier this year with Delroy Lindo. Is, is oh, I like, I like him, too. Fabulous. Yep. So it's another good, like, strong female lead. It's called Unprisoned? Unprisoned. And it's about a woman who invites her father to live with her after he gets out of prison. Oh, it reminds me of the old neighborhood. Phenomenal. <laughs> More joy for me. That'll be great. Yeah, and Carrie Washington, to me, honestly, she's always fabulous in anything she does. I loved her in Scandal. Yeah, um, yeah. With little fires everywhere. That was really good. Yeah, she is terrific. There's no, no question about it. But it's it, it was nice to get in a way to kind of because I never ever realized that was in my head that I like things, and if I like them, they have to have that's that my mother in it basically. <laughs> All right, you know. we'll come. Strong female leads for Tom. We'll come up. They got to be. They got to be not only strong, but they got to be tough too. Strong, tough female leads for Tom. <laughs> I told you a story about the, my the neighbor block down. My mother used to walk down Twenty Sixth Avenue North from uh, from basically between Newton and Oliver down to uh, Emerson. Worked at a place called Kokomo's. One day I'm walking down the street, and my neighbor he said, "Man, your mother's one tough broad." And I said, "Why?" Said she was walking past the house this morning, five o'clock, five thirty in the morning, and a guy walked up and put a gun to her head and said, "Give me your purse." And she said to him, "I ain't giving you my purse. I got to take care of my children." He said, "Luckily, I came out and the guy ran away." But my mother had a gun to her head and said, "Oh, I'm not giving you my purse. Forget it." I adored that woman. That is terrifying. <laughs> That's a true story. I would be so scared. I'd just be like, well, yeah, all of us, it. I'd be peeing well, like, my pants. You have to think too, because you kind of have to change the way you think about it. Because it's not like back then you could jump on your phone and cancel your no, cards. No, And if I'm sure she's dealing with cash most of the time anyway. Yeah, it was all So if cash. that is her budget for the next two weeks. That's right. It's like, no, I, this is, this is my survival right now. This guy started laughing. He said, she just kept saying, no, I got to feed my kids. No, I'm not giving you a dime. The guy's got a gun to her head. Like, like Jesus. That is Unbelievable. so wild. But like, I love Toots. You guys would have loved Toots. She was, the, plus the fact she had a deeper voice than I did. So there you go. Tom, it's time <laughs> to get out of bed and go to school. I okay, wish, mom. That's the one thing I wish. I wish I could have seen you. I, I never met her. And I wish I could have seen you guys interact. Just see, I'm sure she just told you what to do left and right. And you're like, how high? 
jump how high? Now, this might make me tear up a little bit. Oh, don't. I will. I'm but so... But Louie Anderson and my mother were, like, really good friends. Oh. They were really, really good friends. And I, I took them when, when they put her in, a, in, in one of those. Or, or she moved into, now is how they say, that was put them in there. But the, the retirement home, Louie and I went to visit her. And we're sitting in the lunchroom. She goes, Louie, so tell me about what you're up to and how everything's going, all the rest of it. Oh, by the way, you see that guy sitting over there like two tables away? That guy wants to scramble my eggs. <laughs> I'm like, what? Does that mean sex? Yes. I'm like, Mom, what the hell are you talking about? My mother was not, she did not spend a lot of time sleeping around. She was very Catholic, so she wouldn't do that kind of that thing. That is hilarious. Oh, I thought Louis Anderson was going to choke to death I- laughing. I mean, that is, I, if he didn't write a bit about that, what, I'm like, can, for all the stories you told me about your, he wants to scramble my eggs, like, I love, he wants to hit it, is what she said. He wants in to hit that's he right. to hit it in 2023 terms. <laughs> oh, um, that's amazing. God, you just give me the, all these great memories. Kristen, thank you for coming on this morning. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.